Hello and welcome to Love Yourself Back to Life. I am your host, Nadia Fleury, and today it's episode number 25, Crossing the Bridge to Freedom. You dream of living a successful life, yet you feel emotionally empty. You know something is missing, but you don't know what it is. What if the answer is already within your reach? In each episode, I will help you see life through new lenses, shining a spotlight on your inner world and eliciting awareness and wisdom. My mission is to release what's blocking the flow of your success, to awaken your full potential, and to show you how to love yourself back to life. Last week's episode, I explained how my life shifted when I understood the power of imagination. I'm going to expand further here and tell you why it's so powerful and how it can lead you to your emotional and financial freedom. The trigger for this subject is my interaction with my friend Martha. I met Martha about three years ago, and at the time, I was stuck in an unhappy marriage, and I was looking for freedom. On Martha's side, she didn't struggle about money. She sought for a long-term relationship with a man. We tend to pick our friends because of what they represent from where we are at that moment. I saw in Martha her ability to live a free lifestyle, and she saw in me the mother and the wife she longed to be. Martha is wise with her money. She believes that money should only be spent on tangible assets, or when you see what you buy. That way, she can quickly establish if it's worth the expenses or not. I used to act in similar ways. I lived in a mentality scarcity most of my life. With my mom, it was along those lines of, this is not for us, we can't afford it, we don't need it, or this is for the rich people. After attending several personal development events and reading many books, one thing that was shared across all platforms is, to break through, you've got to be willing to break down. You cannot expect different results if you keep doing the same thing. So since then, I've been pretty bold in my actions. I made a choice. I'm willing to do whatever it takes to cross the bridge to freedom. A year ago, I signed my own Declaration of Independence. It came in the form of a lease agreement, something I'm most proud of. Looking at it from a rational mind, it didn't make any sense. I used creative vision to make it happen. Recently, I had a conversation with Martha that made me ask deep questions. The topic was on seeing value in people's thoughts and ideas, meaning being willing to pay for something that cannot be seen. My point was that time and sound advice are not a commodity and it should be respected and rewarded accordingly. To illustrate my point, I share this story. A young man named Peter works in a manufacturing plant. He earns $10 an hour to perform specific tasks. It is evident that he lives paycheck to paycheck. Peter noticed and somewhat envied one of the executives named John. There's a rumor in the company that John's salary is about $200,000 a year. Peter noticed that all John does is sitting in the conference room with the light turned off and his feet on the table. One day, Peter asked his boss, why am I working at $10 an hour when Paul earns over 200000 doing nothing? 
His boss simply replied, Paul is paid for his creative vision. Without him, this company would not exist and you would not have a job. To my surprise, Martha was not impressed with my story. Somewhere in her being, it's morally wrong to pay someone for just producing ideas. I am not sure why I felt the way I did, so I took the time to seek the meaning behind my feelings. After all, she's my friend and I don't mean to offend her with my views. As I was searching for answers, I came across a book, How to Own Your Own Mind, from Napoleon Hill. The book reveals many confirmations I've experienced in the past 20 years, and I'm going to share some insights from the book. One thing I've learned is that cutting corners doesn't yield good results. Let's take an example with motivation. Are you more inclined to do work when you are fairly compensated? I found it more beneficial to pay for more than I received. This approach may not always be understood from an accounting perspective. There's something deeper that goes behind paying someone fairly. I'm all about loyalty and I respect someone's time and talent. This threat opens the door for future alliances. The other person will respond by doing more than ask or will deliver quicker than anticipated. That person will enjoy doing the work. Of course, there's always someone that will take advantage of this situation. And this is when I got to discern what works best for me. I noticed that my industry is smaller than I thought. After a while, people know who, who is who. I conclude that since I never know who I will be working with or working for in the future, it's best to build strong alliances based on the golden rules with people. Another key to success is leveraging other people's talent in a spirit of harmony. For me, I had to learn that before I can leverage other people's talent, I had to master my own abilities. I developed this habit with the willingness to do more than required with a pleasing personality. Diving deeper into the book, How to Hone Your Own Mind, Napoleon Hill and Andrew Carnegie explain that America is built on creative vision. Creative vision is the ability to recognize opportunities and take action to benefit from them. One is synthetic imagination and the other one is creative imagination. Synthetic imagination is where you combine, recognize ideas, concepts, plans, facts and principles in a new arrangement. Let me share with you what I mean by this example. There were one evening where I remember at the time my husband opened the fridge and looked inside and he said, there's nothing to eat. Let's go out to eat. Well, when I opened the fridge, it was actually full of stuff. And I said, give me 30 minutes and I'll cook something. And what I did is I picked up several stuff that was leftovers, rice, chicken, eggs, vegetables, and I created fried rice. He loved it. He says, well, how did you get this idea? I said, well, all the ingredients were in the fridge. So this is what I mean by synthetic imagination. You just rearrange what the last two dinners were for something different. Creative vision comes from the subconscious mind. It's the ability to perceive and interpret new ideas that never existed before. Take the cell phone, for example. 
At one point, it did not exist. Now, you cannot think of living your life without it. The question is, how did the cell phone get created? Tapping into the power of creation starts with a strong burning desire. It begins with a trigger of some kind. You have a problem and you seek a solution. Imagine for a moment you walk in a field and your path leads to a river. You wish to go on the other side. The river is deep and wild. What will you do? The way you will execute a plan to cross the river is determined by the motive and your actions. The underlying motives are material wealth, love, freedom, desire for self-expression, and self-preservation. It starts with a dream, a powerful urge to do something different to improve either your life condition or others. Just desiring will not yield to anything. It got to be mixed with actions. Taking this example of wanting to cross the river, a person may put more effort in figuring out how to cross it if his life depends on it, or that person know that there's gold on the other side of the river. The person that does not see any advantage in crossing the river will not invest his time, money, nor put any of his imagination at work to create a bridge. Assuming that you have a purpose to cross the river, the first thing you have is an idea. The next step is to believe that creating a bridge is possible. You've got to clear your mind of any fear and doubt. So many ideas get dismissed before their first attempt. Has it ever happened to you where you think of something, do nothing about it, and six months later, you see it in the stores? The difference is someone took action. Another aspect of creative imagination is having the ability to recognize favorable opportunities and see who can support you in your vision. Watch and assess the thoughts and behaviors of the people surrounding you and choose wisely who you team up with. Nothing can be created without faith and belief. They are both required to sustain your burning desire, especially when faced against difficulties. How do you hire and pay for the best engineers to build that bridge when all you have is the idea to cross the river? Do you see what I mean? First challenge is to get people on board with your vision. Imagine this scenario. You see tremendous possibilities on the other side of the river. You go back to your village and you share your new insights. Hey guys, let's build a bridge and let's go explore what's on the other side. I am sure within minutes, someone will say, I can see your enthusiasm. However, let me tell you this. I lived for more than 60 years on this side of the river and I don't see why you should be going on the other side. People are not always open to changes. Discerning who you ask for advice is essential. In short, to achieve your burning desire, it requires organized thoughts, applied faith, organized endeavor, creative vision, self-discipline, going the extra mile, and an attractive personality. To wrap this episode, Napoleon Hill's book gave me the insights I was looking for in regards to Martha. It doesn't matter if Martha agrees or not, see my point of view or not. My learning is 
to accept that some people cannot see my vision just as I cannot see theirs. Going back to the river analogy, it's like Martha and I are next to that river. What's on the other side is everything we seek in life. We both wish to be on the other side. Except for me, it's no longer a wish. It's a burning desire. With my creative vision, I can see all the possibilities on the other side. In fact, I've already hired and paid the engineers and the construction crew fairly for their help because I know in my heart that without their knowledge, I wouldn't have the bridge. I also know that there is never something for nothing. Now the bridge is finished. It's real for me. However, it's not tangible for Martha. Neither of us can see what's on the other side of the bridge. All I know is my creative vision is urging me onward to a place where I can be of service. To be a blessing to others, I've got to cross the bridge. And right now, it's without Martha. My faith and belief tells me that one day, Martha will see the bridge, and at that moment, she will know she's ready to cross it too. I hope this story is insightful and help you see that anything is possible in life. All it takes is a burning desire and take action to make it happen. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach me at ask at nadiafleury.com and I sincerely thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening.